The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. I am telling you, we have the best listeners. You know that? I want to thank all of you for your ongoing support. This is year nine for Disability Matters, and if it weren't for all of you, this wouldn't be happening. And today, what a great show we have because we have, get ready for this, Miss Wheelchair America as a guest on our show today, Miss Josie Badger. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Joyce. Oh, it is my pleasure. So, Josie, how about if you tell our listeners how you first got involved in the disability community and then why you decided to become an advocate? Sure. Um, actually, I have to admit that um, I've had my disability since birth, but I was not always a disability advocate, um, and I really thought that I could avoid um, the disability community. I pretended that I didn't have a disability, and I really didn't want to be a part of it. Um, and I, as I said, my disability since birth, and um, I tried to pretend I was quote-unquote normal, um, and then I was able to um, attend a conference that was held by the National Youth Leadership Network um, for young adults with disabilities who were leaders, and it was truly one of those moments that you knew that God put you there for a certain reason, and um, I looked around and I realized that I was a part of this amazing movement and this community um, and I, that I wanted to make a difference and to use my disability to help others. And that was when I was 18 years old and now I'm 20 years. Um, and so after that, I really started to become more involved in disability work and empowerment. Um, so I came back to Pennsylvania where I live and created a Pennsylvania Youth Leadership Network, which empowers young adults with disabilities throughout the state. Um, and I've just kind of run with that and had an amazing time um, and really been blessed through my disability. Well, you know, I give you so much credit for all this. I always tell young people with disabilities, you can be anything you want because you can be a national youth leader for people with disabilities, and is it also not amazing that through doing volunteer work, all these things can happen? Absolutely, and I mean, everything that I've accomplished thus far, I truly believe, was 
from volunteering, from becoming involved with other individuals with disabilities, um, and also having amazing mentors who have disabilities and have used their disabilities to help others. Well, I agree with you so much. I really do. But I can't go any further without congratulating you. Uh, Josie, on being named Miss Wheelchair America for 2012. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been pretty amazing. About, you know, a lot of people may not be familiar with this. Would you mind explaining to our listeners a little bit about the competition? Absolutely. Um, and this is something that I've known about, I guess, for um, probably 10 years Um and I was randomly approached in Ohio by a former Ms. Wheelchair America, um, or I'm sorry, Ms. Wheelchair Ohio. And she said, oh, you need to run for this. You'd be great. Um, at that time, I was too young and not really looking at the pageants. And um, I was just trying to graduate from high school at that time. Um, and so... I came back to Pennsylvania and looked into the miserable trip Pennsylvania pageant and realized that there was an amazing opportunity. And so when I was, I guess, five years ago, um, I competed for miserable trip Pennsylvania. Um, and I did not win at that time. I was runner-up. And, you know, I really felt passionate about this amazing organization. It works to empower women with disabilities who use wheelchairs as their mobility um, and works to empower them, create advocacy, and to really show society that regardless of your use of mobility, assistive devices, or the presence of a disability, that we are able to um, accomplish so much. Um, and so I decided to apply and run for it again um, in 2011, and I won. It was amazing. Um, and so when you win at your state level, you are then entered into nationals. And so that was last August, and I went to the competition not really knowing what what I was going to do, who I was meeting, um, and I was really nervous. Um, and I met some of the most amazing women that I've ever met. Um, and so the, from being introduced to this group, I've learned about more of the disability movement throughout the country and met some amazing advocates in interstate um, and really recognize the strength that women with disabilities have and the presence that they have. Yeah. Well, you know, I bet you never thought this was going to happen, huh? <laughs> no, not at all. What a great thing, though. That is really a great accomplishment. And why I asked you to explain that is I'm just wondering, then, how would someone try to be involved with this for 2012? Sure. Um, well, most of the state pageants have taken place, um, and I have had the amazing opportunity to assist with some of them, and I went and helped in Arizona and just right back from 
Tennessee. Um, and so a lot of them have their pageants for this year. But for this upcoming year, if you go to MsWheelchairAmerica.org, so MsWheelchairAmerica.org, um, there is a link on there. It's states. And so you can find your state and the contact person for each area. And that would be the first step to becoming involved in this pageant. Wow. That, well, that is something for everyone to check into. Uh, Josie, when you do become Miss Wheelchair America, what are the expectations? Like, what are the responsibilities? Um, well, with such a privilege, there is a lot of responsibility. And so um, going into it, something I had no idea what to expect. Um, and really, my role is to be a role model to show individuals what it means to have disability, what it means to have disability pride, and how young adults and women have the ability to be successful regardless of disability. Um, and so through that, um, Ms. Wheelchair America gets to travel throughout the country um, to talk about disability, to talk about employment, education, transition. Um, so I've had amazing opportunities to present to different businesses and schools and hospitals um, about what it means to have a disability in America. Wow. And and these are the expectations for the person that becomes Miss Wheelchair. So it's right. not just a title, correct? Oh, absolutely, and I, it, for me, it's not really the title as much as the opportunity to speak to others and hopefully to empower others with disabilities. Yes, and isn't that what it's all about? Because as I always say, we all, the people with disabilities need to get back their muchness. In right. other words, believing in themselves, and until that happens, we're not going to get anywhere. Absolutely, and I think so many of us, including myself, we don't realize we have so much potential. We don't realize the supports we have and the power we have just by by being there, by becoming part of these movements. We have the ability to change lives. Yes, we do. And just as you said, sadly... This happens to a lot of people. You know, a lot of people get pushed down. They believe they can't, you know, achieve goals, but we know they can. Right? Right, right, absolutely. All right, well, listen, we're going to get ready to go to break, but if you just joined us, what a privilege we have today, Miss Wheelchair America, as our guest, Josie Badger, and I have to send out a special hello to Yoshiko Dart, my role model, because I know how much she believes in young people with disabilities. She is the best of the best. We're going to go to break. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Josie.
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. We've been talking to Josie Badger, Miss Wheelchair America, and we're so excited to have her as our guest today. So, Josie, you were telling us about the responsibilities. Give us a little bit more detail of what you've done since you received this title. Uh, sure, Joyce. Um, I've had such an amazing um, title reign. And when I started out with my title, I was able to go to Switzerland, to Zurich, Switzerland, to um, attend a One Young World conference, which is for young adult leaders from across the world. Um, and there are 144 countries represented, um, which is the next largest gathering of international individuals um, next to the Olympics. So that was pretty amazing. Um, then I was able to travel to Alaska, um, to Arizona, to Tennessee, and then I also did a tour of the New England area. Um, and during all of those trips, I was able to speak to various groups to work with young adults and children with disabilities and work on empowering those individuals to help them realize the potential that they have to make a difference. Yeah, and boy, they do have that potential. Well, what do you see as the reaction when you do this? Um, the best reaction is when I am able to work with, with young children um, who are amazed by, by the crown and all of a sudden, like, Ms. Wilshire America is in their classroom, and that is awesome. Um, I get to see little kids who use a wheelchair for their mobility, um, 
and think of Mordor and see that they have a future of um of unstoppable limits and that I can talk to them about where I have been and that I was once that kid who didn't want to admit that I had a disability and now I'm in my doctorate, have two jobs in this wheelchair America and the sky is the limit. Wow. That is awesome. And that is terrible how so many people don't want to deal with their disability. But, you know, I'm living with epilepsy, and I'm not ashamed I'm living with epilepsy. And if you're listening to the show, you should be like Josie. You should be proud. You've got to get that muchness. You've got to be empowered. And don't let anyone lower that bar. Don't do it. So, Josie, what did it mean to you? How did you feel when you were crowd Miss Wheelchair America? Um, I honestly was in shock for a few seconds, um, longer than that. It honestly took a few months for me to realize what had happened. Um, when I was at this pageant, I was looking around at all these amazing, beautiful women, beautiful both inside and out, and I said, oh, I don't have a chance here. And um, But I was determined to do my best no matter what the result was. And... I went into really not wanting the crowd. I wanted to empower others and to serve my role as a person with disability um, in whatever capacity that I was. And so when I was on stage on the um, excuse me, on the final night of the pageant, um, the top five competitors were called up and it, and it was four other women and I was the last one called up and which was obviously purely nerve wracking. Um and so of this top five we each had a question, uh, two questions from the judges and so I was the last one to answer and when they announced, you know, third runner up um I was obviously the last one called, and there was a girl sitting beside me who was phenomenal. She was from Michigan. She was an amazing woman, and I truly believe she did want it, and I was ready to congratulate her, and all of a sudden, they called my name, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to respond, Um, and so it took quite a while for me to realize what had happened, the opportunity I had gained from that moment. Wow. Well, may I just say one thing here? You know, when you were saying there, there is a lot, there were a lot of uh, beautiful women there. Well, you're one of them. Oh, thank you. You are a beautiful woman. And by the way, I have <clears throat> met Josie, and she is a beautiful young woman. So, hey, Josie, get your muchness there. Thank you. I think you're just modest, but, um, you know, when you were saying that, I was thinking, well, did she never look in a mirror, or what's the deal here? Uh-huh. So, so um, Josie, do you think the reason that so many people with disabilities don't believe in themselves, do you think that's a result of just society in general? Um, for me, I think it was. I think I looked around and 
Um, I grew up in a rural area in Pennsylvania, um, and, you know, we didn't really have a lot of other individuals with disabilities, at least those who were successful role models. And so I didn't have the opportunity to be unified into the community. I didn't know that I was a brother or a sister in the, in the community. Um, and so I thought that something was wrong with me, that I was broken. You know what? So many people feel like that, Josie. Right. And I felt like I was not part of everyone else. I didn't fit in. Um, and so society made me feel that something was wrong with me and I needed to pretend. And so I am so thankful for the opportunities that I've had to meet others with disabilities and to, you know, work with the disability community and, and now be part of this wheelchair America. Right, right. And, and I think why I said this is I think that uh, people are so put down and believe are so told they can't accomplish things. And I hate to say this, even by some families, you know, they tell them, uh, oh, you can't do it. I mean, you don't know how many people I've talked to where they'll come right out and say to me, well, my son or daughter, of course, they won't be able to do this or do that. And I'll say, well, yeah, they can. But, you know, it's their own perception in their mind about disability and when they convey that to someone else, it sticks. Oh, right. Let right. And I, okay, and I, have, I do have other disabilities. I've dealt with depression. I've dealt with um, anxiety disorders. And so, you know, I think that not just my physical disability, but, you know, having some depression has also made me feel like I wasn't good enough. And so... I had to realize that there was hope out there and that depression was not wrong. Um, and I think it's really difficult for those individuals like myself who have multiple disabilities that we have to work on. Right, right. Well, you obviously did a good job dealing with it. Um, but you're right. Like, sometimes people can be in a wheelchair but they don't, they can't deal with the fact they have depression, you right. know, or some other issue that is not, uh, you know, a learning disability, something of that right. nature that is a hidden disability, such as my disability is a hidden disability, having epilepsy. But it's when you acknowledge these things, it's when you deal with these things that you really rock. I mean, you know, you've got to get out of the mindset that you are weak or that you can't do it, and instead you've got to get in the mindset that you're powerful and you're beautiful and you can accomplish these things and not listen to negativity. I always tell people, don't let people disrespect you because if they take away your soul, your confidence, they've stolen the most important thing that there is. Don't you agree with that? Oh, and I think that we need to redefine beauty. Um, we had an amazing session at the pageant about the importance of looking at beauty in a different way than what society defines it as. And 
for me, what I have truly found is beautiful is when people are capable willing to show themselves for who they are, for their beauty as humans. Um, and we're all not perfect. Um, and I think that that's what makes us truly beautiful is that diversity and being real with each other. And I'm so grateful for the ability to not only be able to see that beauty, but also to have it recognized myself, you know, regardless of disability and because of my disability that I am beautiful. Yeah, and listen, you are beautiful, and I got something else to tell you. Mark Echo, the famous, famous fashion designer that has, you know, any store you go and you see Echo Clothing, partnered with AAPD, which I'm the chair of, and chose young people with disabilities to model at the gala because he wanted to convey it's all about you, how you feel. It's not about what the public sees. And so, you know, I just thought that was absolutely awesome. But right now we're going to go to break, and then we'll come back with Josie, Miss Wheelchair America. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you feeling stuck and struggling with how to make positive change happen in your life? Are you or someone you know in pain? Pain can be changed. Just imagine how good it will feel to wake up each day free of pain and without limitations. You don't have to live with limitations. You can accomplish your goals, achieve your dreams, and change your life forever. Dr. David A. Blender, certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, life coach, business consultant, and professional trainer, formed Hypnotic Therapeutics as a result of his passion to help people and organizations and to empower the human spirit. David's successful track record, experience, skill sets, and unique abilities enable him to understand sensitive issues while empowering people to move beyond limiting beliefs and overcome barriers to success. He understands human behavioral and organizational dynamics. He knows how to motivate and empower people and organizations and align personal and professional resources, goals, and objectives, achieving transformation. For more information about how to create greater harmony, wellness, balance, and success with your career, organization, and in your life, contact David at 847-868-0068 or visit hypnotictherapeutics.com. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display 
their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at BenderConsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.BenderConsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. We are talking to Miss Wheelchair America, Josie Badger. And Josie, as the chair of AAPD, you know, when they asked me what was one of my most important issues... I told them to stop bullying, bullying mm-hmm. uh, students with disabilities. And how I came involved with this is for over 12 years now, I have a Bender Leadership Academy, which I do this on a volunteer basis. And what I do is I have over four months, three, four, wait, three sessions and then a graduation with these young people with disabilities on not only the world of work and leadership, but also dealing with this horrific bullying because people did not realize how terrible it is for students and young people with disabilities, living with disabilities. So, I mean, you were in the national uh, limelight. You were involved, though, with youth leadership. I wanted to ask you... um, what do you think about that, and to what extent do you think that happens? Oh, my goodness. Um, I hate to imagine how much it goes on. Um, and I feel that, unfortunately, young adults with disabilities are a target because we are, quote-unquote, different from others. Um, unfortunately, Sometimes we don't have the role models and mentors to assist us in overcoming this. Um, just this past weekend, I had the privilege of judging the Ms. Wheelchair Tennessee pageant, and one of our beautiful young girls, who was 10, was interviewing with us. And she um, was doing an amazing job. We were asking her, you know, what she had been through and what she wanted to tell everyone. I asked her the question, is there anything else you would like to tell us? And she said, well, there's some kids in my school who are really mean to me, and they say mean things. And she was a prime example to me that, you know, even these beautiful young girls who are in our schools, there's so much potential, even they are being bullied. Um, and that breaks my heart because I know that I know how hard high school, elementary school is to anyone, and they're dealing with so much in addition. Um, and that's where role models really come into this. Right, right. Because I didn't realize it was so terrible until I started meeting young people who not only were spit on. Uh, pushed down, uh, I mean, just terrible things done to them. But 
Facebook, yeah. the social media. This cyberbullying is unbelievable where there will be pages, you know, for a young person with a disability. I hate you. You should die. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. And yeah, I mean, they're scary because it makes bullying so much easier to do because all of a sudden you're taking away that personal aspect. You're able to write these words or say something and not have the consequences. We don't have the monitoring system that should be out there. And so it's a really easy way for an individual to make themselves feel better by hurting others. Yeah, because you can be a coward. Yes. It's one thing to walk up to someone's face and say, you're a freak, why don't you die? Or put horrible pictures of the person on Facebook but and let them know you're doing that. But it's totally different when you do this through Facebook behind, behind the screen. And sadly, I have to tell you that I have had young people with disabilities who listened and they did commit suicide. So yeah. this, this is really serious. You know, when you're bullied all through elementary, then you go to middle school, then high school, and it never stops. Right. It's terrible. I mean, there's only so much of this anyone can take. And that's why, as Josie said, we need more people like her, more youth leaders, so people have someone to talk to. And somebody that's been there, um, this little girl we met, the reason I feel she opened up to us was there were three of us women who were sitting there with disabilities, and she could relate. She knew that we had been there, and I think it's rare, unfortunately, to meet someone with a disability who has not been bullied, and unfortunately, I think that's how a lot of our um, low self has been established is through either indirect bullying or the stigma, um, and that's one amazing thing about Ms. Wilshire America and these leadership programs is that all of a sudden we have mentors, we have people in the flesh who are able to say, I've been there, and this is how I survived. Right, right. Um, so, Josie... The main reason you think this happens is just because their people see us as different. I mean, is that what you think is the main reason? Um, I think that makes it an easier target. Um, unfortunately, we talk about diversity, and often we talk about ethnic diversity, religious diversity. Rarely do we talk about this really diverse. Um, it's still kind of one of those areas that um, in classrooms, it's not really mentioned. And that's why I really support having this history um, tie in the regular education classrooms. And why we need to make sure the diversity is more than race or religion, that we're seeing disability um, as part of that amazing part of humanity. Yes, right. Well, Josie, for young people that are listening to you right now who are being bullied nonstop at school or college, what advice do you have for them? Um, 
for me, for when I really didn't believe in myself and really had trouble in school, um, my the best outlet that I had was yeah, other young individuals who had disabilities. And so whether that means contacting the National Youth Leadership Network, um, most states have also youth leadership disability programs, um, finding mentors and talking about it. Um, you, you as a young adult or individual with disability, you're not the only one who's ever dealt with this. And by talking about it, you're raising awareness and letting others know that they're not alone. Um, and so talking about it, finding this support was what got me through those tough times. Right. That's right. And, and, you know, the part about not being alone, hey, Josie's got your back and I've got your back, but you're not going to get that support unless you get out there and become part of the community. As a matter of fact, Josie, could you just take a minute and talk about that National Youth Leadership Network? Sure. Um, I had the privilege multiple years ago to be the president of the National Youth Leadership Network and as a board of young adults who have disabilities, who are leaders. Um, and they work on the various topics that we've discussed here, employment, healthcare, transition, empowerment, sexuality, and they are a national nonprofit organization led by young adults with disabilities, and so they are the embodiment of nothing about us without us. Yeah, right. That is so good. Uh, and can anyone join that? Is there a certain age limit? How does that work? Um, you can become a member and receive information, receive their newsletters, um, and the board members there are have a... 18 to 28-year-olds, and you have to have disability. Um, but you can become a member and you receive the amazing information and the community that they've created um, at any age. In each thing. Well, what advice do you have for people if they get involved with that? Do you advocate, you know, just, you know, getting the material or actually participating in events? I think there's a huge difference between reading a pamphlet and actually getting on the front line. Um, and for me, I had to witness what other people had gone through. I had to be able to identify that I was like them and I was a part of their community and realize that I have a role in helping not only myself but others across the country. Um, and so, for me, becoming involved is what, how I found my calling in life, how I found what I was made to do. And I truly believe that no one was made imperfectly. Um, I believe that we all are made how we're supposed to be. And that means to use everything we have, whether that be disability or not, um, to make a difference in the world and help others. Yeah, right. I always say, just remember, God doesn't make mistakes. Right. We are what we are, and 
You know, you've got to believe in yourself. But there are other people out there just like you. You know, I want to tell all of you about the Bender Lead on Team page on Facebook. And, of course, I called Yoshiko Dart to see could we use that name, Lead On, in honor of her late husband, Justin Dart, who was just the king of civil rights for people with disabilities. Um, So... What that is, is for young people with disabilities to get on there, if they're bullied or put down, to talk about it. Because all of a sudden, you have all these friends that come from everywhere that get on there, there for you and help you. Um, and, And my whole point of this is, you've got to take a stand. You must take a stand. You've got to reach out, because if you don't reach out, no one can help you. Go to Facebook and join the Bender Lead On team. Gerald Homey, who works here with us, is uh, the chair of the Bender Lead On team, and he is just absolutely fantastic. Bender Lead On team on Facebook. Uh, Because, Josie, I agree with you. You've got to participate. You've got to be in the front lines. If you really want to make change, but not only that, if you really want to make a difference in your own life, to believe in yourself for everything that you're doing. And, Josie, when you first got in the front line, were you maybe a little bit nervous or apprehensive? Oh, my goodness. I saw all these individuals who had this, who were leaders, and they were like superstars to me. Um, so I thought, like, what can I do to help this movement? I know nothing. I can't do anything. But then I realized that it's through being involved. It's through these relationships that we are able to develop our ability to make that difference. Um, and so it takes that time and that, um, you know, the ability to keep going that allows you to make a difference. Yes. All right. Well, I hope you're listening, young people, because you're hearing that from Miss Wheelchair America. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back to close the show with Josie Badger. News, opinion, Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., 
and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. If you have a question or comment, call in toll free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. I hope you have listened to this show with Josie Badger, Miss Wheelchair America. Uh, if you just caught part of it, please know this show is archived at BenderConsult.com and VoiceAmerica.com. You can go back and listen to the show. It is open caption. Uh, so if you're just hearing it now, tell everyone, go back and listen to it again, because I believe Josie is just such a great role model for young people with disabilities. So, Josie, I have asked every person the past nine years these next two questions, which it seems like the next question is always the hardest question. But that would be, Josie, right now, obviously, you have accomplished so much in your life. You're getting your doctorate. You went to my favorite school, Geneva College. Um, but what would you consider your greatest accomplishment? Um, honestly, my greatest accomplishment is every one single life that I can help change. Um, and so, you know, it's not about the title. It's about going into a classroom, going into a hospital, talking to patients and knowing that I walked away hoping to help one individual. And so that empowerment, helping individuals, as we said earlier, realize. God didn't make a mistake that we are planned, that we were created for a purpose, and that everything is for a reason. And so helping them find that that inner strength and be able to go make a difference in the lives of people around them, because if we are leaders, that means that we are making other leaders. And, I mean, that's one amazing thing about the lead on work. Um, is that, you know, being a leader is awesome, but I can only touch so many people. It's about becoming a role model yourself and being a leader and empowering others. Right, because you never know, really, you never know, that person that you're helping, you could be saving their life. You know, I just told you those stories, and that person, you could be making the biggest difference you have ever imagined that you could make. And I have to ask you this, Josie. You have such great integrity, and you really have it together. Um, what, what, when you grew up, who was your role model? What helped you with all this? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for a lot of us, um, positive, empowering parents have been a foundation of who we are, um, and that's true for me as well. My parents are amazing. They're supportive of me, and they let me um, make my own mistakes. They let me to, uh, find my empowerment and help support me in accepting who I was. But I am also a huge fan of the key role models and 
in disability history, such as Ed Roberts and Justin Dart, and reading their stories was key in recognizing my potential and um, what I could do for others with disabilities. Yeah. I mean, they are amazing people, aren't they? Oh, amazing. Uh, and they have changed so many lives. As I mentioned about Yoshiko Dart, she encourages young people with disabilities, and the reason is people like Josie are, are our future leaders. You know, we will not always be here, plus we cannot always be the leaders. We need new leaders. We need youth with disabilities that will go out there, and, you know, we have a long way to go because if we didn't, we wouldn't have this horrible unemployment situation for people living with disabilities. And that must stop. That has to change. Um, and we need a lot of people working together. Remember, if we could get people with disabilities to work together, just think how powerful we would be. I mean, it is amazing what we can do together. Don't you agree with that, Josie? Um, absolutely. I just look at, even as volunteers, how much we can do, and that's outside of employment. And just to think about if all of us could live up to our potential, that we would truly astonish ourselves. Yeah, right. Well, uh, Josie, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Um, I truly want everybody to know that you are not a mistake, so that where you are today was planned, and that you can take where you are, what you've done, and turn it into something amazing, helping others and um, empowering all individuals across the country and world to take a stand on disability pride and empowerment. Right, because the day that you realize you are a beautiful person and you do have so much to offer is the day you will change the world. Yeah. Uh, and, Josie, we hope you're going to continue changing the world. What, what's your next uh, event coming up? What do you have to do next? Oh, goodness. So I am writing my PhD dissertation right now, and... So, we're willing, I will complete that within the next two years. Wow. And, and what is that dissertation on? Well, my, um, my degree, my PhD is in healthcare ethics. Um, and so I am talking about the importance of uh, doctors, pediatricians supporting the transition into adult healthcare. Wow, that sounds... What made you do that? Um, I spent much of my childhood in hospitals, and yeah, I had amazing support, but I didn't realize what support I had until I became an adult and transitioned into adult medicine without support. Um, and I realized very quickly that if you do not have adequate health care, adequate support, you're not able to accomplish your full potential. Um, and so it's crucial to have your full 
needs being supported when you move into adulthood to be able to become that individual um, that's empower and lead. Right. Oh, so true. Well, listen, Miss Wheelchair America, thank you so much for being with us today. Sure. Thank you, Joyce. Okay, and we end every show with a quote from someone that has impacted civil rights or the lives of people living with disabilities. So today that is from President Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and it's so interesting because it fits with Josie talks about that, you know, it's not just that you had things happen to you, but that you can accomplish so much. And that quote would be, Men are not prisoners of fate, but only prisoners of their own minds. How true that is. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.